Welcome to Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining conversations around intimacy in a world where connections often feel superficial. We dive deep, exploring the the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers and myths um, and truths engaging in engaging with experts and sharing um, real-life experiences and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about closeness and in relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connections, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bond, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern intimacy. Tune in as we unravel the secrets of truly meaningful connections. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. And we are now live here at Intimate Discoveries. Thank you very much, everyone. And this again, this is Champ Franklin here with Intimate Discoveries, coming at you um, with another juicy episode on on intimacy and how can we, um, as as a culture, um, d- dive into this um, quest on building intimate relationships. And so, one of the things that we we we're looking at today is how do we become high reliable partners. And so. Um, we're going to look at the definition of, of we'll look at in, in healthcare and, and in the, um, in the um, service industry, and what does it mean to be a high reliable organization? So I get this term from um, Navy Medicine, which we, or DHA, Defense Health Agency, where we um, were striving to be a high reliability organization. And and one of the things that we looked at is quality. And so I'll see if I can pull up the definition of a high reliability organization, right? So in, in this case, we're going to replace organization with spouse or partner, right? So a high reliable partner is defined as an individual that has maintained high levels of safety, quality, and efficiency over an extended period of time. The concept of high reliability is growing in the black community. This is where we're going due to the complexity of our culture and the, and the risks that are significant into building on the future generation. This is why it's important. Um, and so we have, we're going to, as we're looking at being a high reliable partner, um, you have to now be committed to your person's safety, right? There are five principles. Um, there are five principles to being a high reliable partner. And we're just going to plug in partner to um, and where we see it in the principles of high reliable organization, right? So one is communication. 
The second is improvement models. You got to always be looking to improve on the relationships. You're being able to communicate and improve. There's a continuous learning. So that means that when it comes to your partner, that you're actually showing up for class, that you're 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 there listening and listening to learn and to get better and how to better understand your partner because you are a high reliable partner, right? Where your partner can count on you when there is a moment that they need to feel safe, that they know that, that they can come to you to get a task complete just like that or within an hour. Most of us are so great that the tasks that are being asked of us, most of those can be completed within one hour if, watch this, you followed instructions. All right, now, here we go. Now, again, the third one we said was continuous learning. The third, the fourth one is accountability. And then there's transparency. And so when we look at those five principles, the one thing that is centered on, it is centered on the family and, and, and it's family engagement. That's what it's centered on, that we're making sure that we're centered on our partner, that we have a family, that we understand that we're committed to um, making sure that my partner can depend on me and that my partner in a reciprocal relationship, I can then depend on my partner because there's a, as a man, we ha we're setting, we're having the leadership we're setting the culture for our relationship, for our family, that everyone is, is centered on taking care of each other and completing the tasks where um, you've, you're asked to complete those things, right? And so now as we look at those, um, the five principles, right? And then there are three pillars, right? And you build your, 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 your foundation, now laid the foundation that we're going to be a high reliable partner, right? There are, um, and this again ties into intimacy, watch. The three pillars is leadership commitment. Leadership commitment, a culture of safety. And again, as we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, it's the, 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 the immediate need for most of us is the need to feel safe. However, our culture does not promote vulnerability being able to trust each other. So I'll say it this way here. So when when a male decides that he wants to date a female, and so by the time they get to the point where they meet for the first time, the man has received enough information to not trust her, and she has received a lot of enough information to not trust him. And so in our meeting, most of the times, you know, we've been trained. You got to look for red flags. You got to look for this. You better be careful because that black man, he's going to do this. Or that black woman, she's going to take it. So you better be looking for red flags. Because when you go talk to your friend about this wonderful person that you believe that you met, one of the questions that they ask you, did you, did you see any red flags? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I should have been there looking for these red flags. Instead, you were there, you were there listening to them. And so now watch this here. You be you get punished, punished for not um being alert and, and trying to pick out reasons to not trust this person. 
not be vulnerable with this person. And so now you go back and now the next time you see him, you're now want to be able to report that you um, are able to pick up on red flags. And so, again, we look at those things. So we got a culture of safety and process improvement. Process improvement, there's there's a um, always looking to improve the relationship. Are you, baby, is there anything I can do to, that, that, that will help you to be in your best space? Baby, is there any way that I can um, be more reliable in our relationship? Again, I'm on the podcast. I would like for you to, to, to link in, to click on the link, come in on the podcast, um, because I would love to to get your perspective and hear from you as to what you think um, is important to our relationships. So again, I'll send out the link again. Um, I'll share it out there. So if you can come in um, and get into the um, click on the link, I'm sending it out. Look on on my um, Facebook page um, because I would love for you to be able to come in and engage in the conversation. I'm going to put this on the news feed, share on friends timeline. Um, yeah, and then share on the page you manage, right? So here it is. I'm getting ready to share it right now. I want you to feed. Let me see. Let me go here. Share and feed or story. We're going to share it on both of them. So please come on out. Click on the link. Come in. Or matter of fact, what you're going to do is as you're listening, you can type in a question that you have. In regards to what we're talking about, and and I can answer your question here on on live on intimate discoveries. And so what we were talking about earlier is um, being a high reliable partner. And so um, as we're looking at the, um, let me see where where are we now. Now we talked about being a high reliable um, um, partner, how being a high reliable spouse. And so one of the things that you know, we, we got these reasons. Why is it important for you to now shift your mindset to um, becoming a high reliable partner so that you can experience meaningful relationship with your partner? There, I got three reasons why you why it's important to now shift into this new culture so that you can experience meaningful relationships. Number one is that no marriage is protected or exempt from divorce, right? Intimacy falters communication in healthy, lasting relationships. And, and what I normally say is that the um, the divorce lion is walking around. This is tied in with the Bible for the Christians who are there. Um, the, the divorce lion is roaming around seeking who he can devour. And if your relationship is faltering in, in trust, faltering in communication. Um, at the current rate, the divorce lion is is absorbing 40 to 50% of the relationships of the active marriages this year. He's going to get 50, 40 or 50% um, of the relationships, period. And so that's why we need to make sure that we begin to put together strategies so that we can reduce the number of relationships that get devoured by the divorced lion, because he is going to be there every year, he got to be fed again. And so one thing, again, the second thing that we that we um, want to look at and we want to have these discussions because the definition of intimacy varies from person to person. If you, you know, we're, we're, we're on this quest as far as why do 
men often get intimacy all wrong. And so uh, one another reason is that because in our community, um, in a, in fact, in, in, in life, everyone's idea or definition of intimacy varies from person to person. You know, one person says intimacy is holding. Intimacy is just um, talking to your spouse before, you know, 15 minutes before y'all get ready to have sex. Well, intimacy is just right there. And then, uh, what does it say? Uh, what's it? What's it? I think he said, I'm, I'm not... I don't have sex. I'm not into making love. I'm, I'm into having sex or whichever one. But again, who determines, you know, again, that person is is the definition of intimacy is what and it goes um, varies from person to person. And so um, as we're looking at that, where individuals are missing opportunities to collect unique moments. That's what you you've been in a relationship for so long um, that you are missing out on intimate moments simply because you're not you're not um, seeing this moment as an intimate moment or an opportunity to collect a unique experience and so we're moving right along so um yes and so I'm, I'm inviting individuals to come on out um, I'm here on live on intimate discoveries where you can um, look for ways to improve your relationship and have meaningful connections. And so like we were talking about earlier, um, how do we begin to experience meaningful relationships? How do we do that? And so um, as a high reliable partner, um, one of the things that we look at Matt, when we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs is that there is food, water, shelter, and warmth, and then there's the safety need in the relationship. And then there's a need of feeling of loving and belonging. The relationship needs those, the minimum, those three things. And so, um, because I, I think that, um, because we, we spend so much time being programmed as that the man is a provider and protector, uh, we rarely get to, um, value the man for more than just being a provider and protector. What do I mean by that? Um, a man has feelings and emotions. Um, men often go through trauma. Um, we're, we're rarely ever given a safe space um, to feel or permission to feel. And so when it comes to um, providing that safe space or being in a meaningful relationship or having an intimate connection, um, we rarely ever um, get to um, to experience that simply because um, intimacy requires a, a safe space. It requires vulnerability. And we, we have to be able to, to um, begin to look at those things and how can we um, become more involved. And this is where we have the conversation. So I'm sitting here um, looking at the... Um, at ways in which we can improve our relationship. And so, again, we're looking at um, last year, um, 40 to 50% of, of the divorce, 40% of the marriages um, ended in divorce. And here's another really important fact, um, that African-American women um, divorce at a higher rate, like 38%, at a higher rate than 
any other woman in any other race. So what the thing that I pulled from this that um that it is it is tough on a black woman. It's tough. Um, who is protecting her? Who is listening to her? Who is providing a safe space? And so because um, she is one of the most unprotected species in the world, this we're talking about the black woman now, um, where she has to fend for herself and no one really values her um, or protecting her. Um, she when, she, when Although she has a desire for a relationship, um, because... She can be devalued at any moment. No one is, it's rare, not no one, but rare does she get a safe space where she can be vulnerable and be um, consistent and be um, able to have that true connection um, and valued as a woman. Therefore, the studies show that she is almost 40% of married Black women um, filed for divorce. Which is some of the women, the black women who are married, thirty-eight point nine percent. There's no other race, um, female, who files for divorce in that particular category that is higher than than the black woman. And so we want to be able to look at at how we can fix that. And the problem is, or one of the challenges, is that um, being a high reliable partner for the black woman. When can we begin to um, have that conversation or have that commitment to being a high reliable partner? And this is what we have to be able to do, right? So, um, what what do we think is is preventing us from um, providing that safe space or being becoming a high reliable partner? And that's being able to complete your task or complete what's needed. And not subscribing to the the um, not subscribing to the idea that men are men are the provider and protector, and that's all that we're good for. Um, we have to begin to look at each other for more than just that. And so, because of the modern the modern world that we live in now, and the advancement of technology and advancement of responsibilities. And women working and taking care of their their basic needs, food, water, shelter, and warmth, um, most that responsibility of being a provider and protector, in most cases, the woman has the ability to fulfill 70 to 80% of that need um, for food, water, shelter, and warmth, which is right at the basis. Um, however, but because we as men have been programmed um, to be in a provider, we believe that um, we're responsible for that whole thing. Or, <laughs> or we believe that the woman should be able to help because you make more money than I do. And so can't you help with some of the bills or, or, or whatever? And, we, and so because we can't come to some sort of understanding that... Um, that we both can contribute to our food, water, shelter, and warmth, it, it becomes difficult for us to provide a safe space for each other because we cannot agree on how we complete, how we fulfill each other's needs um, for food, water, shelter, and warmth. And so as a result, 
um, men um, often find themselves um, trying to be creative and fulfilling a particular need. And in those cases, it's not exactly what the woman wanted you to be able to do, you to do. So, for example, um, let me give you a really good example. Um, putting gas in the car, right? And your partner has, you know, she likes to put premium in her Honda. And <laughs> and 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 on the, the the sign it says, you know, 80 87 is good. And so you being a man, you trying to save money or whatever, and you end up putting 87 in in the tank. Knowing that you had the money to put 93 octane in her car. So because her car is traditionally, um, or because you, she come in and see that the receipt says that you put 87 in the car, now you're upset because you're now being criticized for putting 87 in her car, 87 octane in the car. Whereas the requirement was for you to put high octane in her Honda. Although we know Honda can take 87, and they also can take 89, and also can take 93. But in this particular case, your task was to go to the gas station and put in high octane in her car because she values her car um, in the way that she wants to put the high octane gas in there. And so because um, the man in this particular situation came up with a bright idea. I can save money. I can get away here. And then you put this 87 in the tank. Now, when she become now, when she comes to talk to you about why did you put 87 in my car, you become you, the man gets on the defense because they feel like, well, you challenging my ego because or you challenging my manhood. You think I can put gas in a car? You think I don't know how to put gas in a car? Well, no, that's not that you don't know how to put gas in a car. You don't know how to follow my instructions when it comes to my car. And for some reason, you are having difficulties with completing the task in which I ask you to do. And therefore, you now have been slated as an unreliable partner simply because I cannot rely on you to go to the gas station and put in high octane gas in my Honda, which is my car, um, and, and complete that task in a, in a timely fashion. And so now, um, now that we've created this, this tension in our relationships, um, it's the next need that we need in the relationship is the need to feel safe. And so because we are not appearing to be a safe space or trustworthy in these small tasks, or we um, feed the narrative that um, a woman is always going to be nagging or we, you know, she's not going to follow instructions or his ego is always in the way. Um, when it's the time to provide a safe space for your partner, um, it's a challenge to do that simply because you're keeping score 
on something that you're going to burn out anyway. You're going to burn out the gas anyway in your car. So, but you here you are upset about something that is going to the trash or something that's going to be exhausted. And and therefore, the moment that you need to be, to be able to listen and provide a safe space for your partner, you're unable to do it. And therefore, like I said, what we'll do right now, we're going to look at the definition of intimacy, right? Because we know that a lot of times our definition of intimacy is off. And so um, the definition that we work with at Intimate Discoveries is that intimacy is a level of commitment and positive, effective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal, although not necessarily symmetrical relationship. I'll say it again. Intimacy is the level of commitment and positive, effective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal, although not necessarily um, symmetrical relationship. So therefore, we want to understand that intimacy is a level of commitment. You have to be committed to, to reciprocity, to provide a safe space where uh, my experience with you is positive, effective, and that you walk away experiencing a level of closeness with your partner in a reciprocal manner. And there, therein lies the challenge is, um, can are you committed? to providing a safe space for that person. And reciprocity in an intimate relationship is mandatory. And so how do you say, well, if he's not reciprocating, then, but, we, but we've been intimate. Well, no, you have not been intimate. You, you've had sex. You've had an unfulfilled sexual experience with a person who is not committed to you um, and, and helping you to feel safe and experience, right? A positive experience that you have to have, that you should have when you're in an intimate relationship. And again, there are levels, there, there are variations of intimacy. So there is cognitive intimacy, which is the lowest form of intimacy, which is just exchanging thoughts and sharing ideas with, a, with another person in a reciprocal fashion. And then there's emotional intimacy, which is the next level of, of intimacy is emotional intimacy, which is exchanging feelings with another person, which is deeply rooted in the value of self-disclosure. And then there's sexual intimacy, which is being attracted to another person and choosing to share one's body in the form of physical contact, affection, and sexual activities. And then we have the fourth one, which is spiritual intimacy, which is sharing thoughts and feelings regarding religion and morality. So as we look at that now, looking at the definition, intimacy, again, is a level of commitment. And if the person is not committed at, to you and to re reciprocate and providing a safe space for you to be vulnerable and share ideas, if they're not committed at the cognitive level, then you cannot experience an emotional intimacy. And when you don't have a experience an emotional intimacy, chances are you should not be advancing to sexual intimacy. Simply because 
when you allow that person to skip the cognitive and the emotional intimate experience with you, when you allow that person to skip, somebody's coming up short. And in most cases, it's the woman who comes up short. And so, um, and then there are times when men don't feel, don't get fulfilled either. Like, you know, let me just finish this thing and be done with it. Um, but that's not the culture in which we want to be able to live in because we want to have these meaningful experiences. And so as a high reliable partner, um, it's, it's incumbent upon us. It's important that we begin to look at the areas in which we can improve in. And, you know, doing some of my seminars, um, what I do is I, I um, doing my, my seminars, what I end up doing is um, sharing um, with the, with my, my, my clients on ways in which they can be more effective and be, being a, a higher reliable partner. And, and that's how um, you can begin to um, make those um, connections, right? And, um, and that's what we have to be able to do is, um, is, is be able to, to look at ways in which we can be a high reliable partner and that itself um, gives us challenges in our relationships so um that being said how do we how do we do that how do we become more efficient more vocal more supportive in those types of environments where we can be um we can be vulnerable we can we can be a high reliable partner um, because the next need that we are responsible for is the need to feel safe. And it's, it, it becomes challenging to provide a safe space for someone when they appear to be unreliable. And so we want to be able to look at that. We want to be able to help them to complete their assignments or complete their, their um, we want them to feel better. We want them to be able to, to trust us. And you can't trust anybody that you, um, if you can't trust them in the small things, you can't trust them with, with deep secrets. And those are, are those moments that we miss in creating those um, intimate connections. So let's continue to, to work on um, being vulnerable, being um, open, um, listening being open to sharing, being open to, and being committed to providing that safe space. Because in order for us to be vulnerable, in order for us to um, share at a, at a reciprocal level and be committed, um, we have to have a safe space. And one of the things that prevents us from providing that safe space is um, we are sometimes looking for reasons to disagree. And so the things that we disagree on um, often prevents us from providing a safe space for our partners. And so, um, and that's another area that we got to really look at is, is why are you always looking 
Well, not always, but why are you often looking for a reason to disagree? And then you find the reason to disagree, and then you try and hold it against me after you've looked for the reason to disagree and, um, and found it. So as your part, as you're providing a safe space for your partner, um, try not to dis look for a reason to disagree. Just accept that person's perspective. And here's this is one of the easiest ways to um, accept someone's other another person's perspective is to just. Allow them to say what they're going to say and to know that that person's perspective typically do not show up in your life. And so because that person likes putting ketchup on their eggs and you don't agree that you think that egg should just have cheese and that's it. And you should not be putting ketchup on your eggs. It should just go on your hash brown. Um, and you don't agree with that. And now you're upset about him putting ketchup on his eggs. And and now you can't have breakfast with someone who don't, you know, who puts ketchup on their eggs. And had you just let that go, let him enjoy his breakfast, be present in the moment, you end up losing out on a terrific experience with your partner all because you looked for a reason to disagree and you found it how do how how do we change that how do we turn off our meaning maker why in which we make meaning of everything every time we turn around we're, we're, we're creating a meaning for something what did, what did it mean when he he came and he walked past you and he didn't speak Oh, he, that meant something. I mean, he might be mad at you. Well, no, he probably was in deep in thought. Well, can you go and talk to him and ask him? Um, and, and then watch this, not judge their answer or their response. Allow that person's truth to just be available. And when you're able to do that, you're able to create a safe space. And therefore, that person begins to feel a sense of loving and belonging, which takes us to the next level of emotional intimacy. Again, you cannot get to emotional intimacy when you're unable to provide a safe space for that person or that person is not able to provide a safe space for you. And this is how a lot of times um, affairs happen because that person um, is typically not disagreeing with the way that they handle their day-to-day -day life, that they are allowing that person just to say whatever they want to say and let it stick and let it go on. And then now that person is having an emotional connection or emotional intimate connection with that other person. And before you know it, emotional intimacy elevates to sexual intimacy. And that all of that happens simply because of a person's inability to, to consistently provide a safe space for them or that they were being judgmental in some things that were going to the trash. Think about that. Think about that. Think about your perspective. Think about all the things that you disagree with your partner about. 
that you all just don't see eye to eye to it. Well, we don't see eye to eye to our children without raising our children. Well, let me, here's a newsflash. Um, your children may or may not listen to you. So you're, the way that you're treating your children or treating your spouse because of the way that they were raised and the way that they believe that is, is how they want their children to be um, is disrupting you all's ability to um, experience a meaningful relationship all because I don't agree the way she raising our kids or she's raising them to be X, Y, and Z. Well, um, well, that, I'll ask you. When was the last time you listened to your parents? Have you taken the advice, all the advice of your parents? And if you have, because most of us have not taken all of the advice from our parents, chances are your children are not going to take all of your advice. And it could be the thing in which you are disagreeing with your partner about that your children aren't going to even get be involved in. Therefore, Allow your partner to be the mom to that child in the way in which she believes is the best way to be the mom for that child. And when it comes to being a father, um, allow that person to be the best version of a father that they can to that to your, your child. Now, hold on. There are some caveats to that. Um, and I always have five caveats. Is he doing anything that's illegal? immoral, unethical, causes self-harm or harm to others. If he's if they're doing those things to a child, then you need to to step in and protect the, the safety of that child. Now, if the if the mother or the father is not doing anything illegal, immoral, unethical, causes self-harm or harm to the child, then allow them to 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 have great moments with each other. Instead of creating this tension in the relationship because I don't agree the way you are raising our son. You're raising our son to be X, Y, and Z. <laughs> well, guess what? He's not going to make it to X, Y, and Z. He's just going to be L, M, N, O, and P. And <laughs> so here you are and got all upset because your child, that you held your, your partner accountable for raising your son X, Y, and Z, and uh, and he ended up, or she decided that she was just gonna stop and be perfect at L, M, N, O, and P. So, um, I hope that that's helpful. Uh, and wish, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm looking to um, have more audience on these conversations to be able to share and and dig a deeper dive into intimacy and um, in our relationships. And so um, if you're live on Facebook right now, if you have a question or comment, um, please put it in the chat. I love to respond to it. Um, oh my gosh, bring them in the video. Oh my God, they're not even there. Um, so yeah, um, what do we have here? Who can I bring? Can I bring anybody in on video? Um, Eddie, let me see. Can I do that? Um, they're not there anymore. Um, so the next person who comes on on board, we're going to bring them live into the conversation so that we can then now um, 
be involved in interacting with them um, live on Facebook. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we're what we're looking at, and um, again, giving you back, giving bringing you back to our our conversation as to um, allow viewers to join in on video. Yes, your viewers. Yes, how we want to do that? Come on in, Bradford Hunter. Come on in, boss. Invite. Um, invite. Come on. Let me see. You guys, come on in and 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 join in on the conversation. I want to see if you all can come on in and and talk with, about intimacy and what your your hangups, your challenges have been um, with experiencing meaningful relationships. And so, um, this is what we're doing. That's what we want to be able to do. Now, remember, intimacy is a level of commitment, positive, effective, cognitive, and physical closeness that your partner walks away, that they experience that with you in a reciprocal relationship. Right? So we want to be able to look at those things, right? Because what happens over the course of our relationship, we miss out on intimate moments. And and over time, um, those numbers add up, and we want to be able to um, collect as many intimate moments or unique moments with each other as possible. And um, in order to do that, we have to be committed to um, reciprocity. We have to be committed to sharing. We have to be committed to um, providing that safe space. We got to be committed. Um, through being vulnerable with each other. And one of the things that is necessary um, because we in the black community have dealt with a lot of trauma in order for you to be able to um, be mentally stable enough to be able to be vulnerable or to provide a safe space or to not take it personal when someone does something that you don't believe is right, um, you have to go to therapy. You have to process some of that trauma that you've been experiencing. And you have to begin to look at those triggers. What triggers you to feel a certain way? And one of the ways in which you can do that um, is through therapy and um, having a partner who's able to, who you're able to communicate that they just triggered you um, a traumatic experience that you had in your past. And that's what we want to be able to, to communicate that. And, and one of the ways in which you can feel comfortable in which sharing that is that your partner is not judgmental or we say non-judgmental. They are providing you a non-judgmental environment. And when they're able to do that, you can then share what triggered you. And therefore you won't be lashing out at your partner all because of they respond in a way in which you did not agree. So yeah, so we, we're we're putting this out here and we're allowing individuals um, information to be able to come out and participate in the conversation. You can dial in, um, you can come in and share, click on the link, 
Um, click on the link to join. All right, send. Yes, we're having a conversation right now. Intimate discoveries. And I'll send the link out um, to some of my friends who I think would be um, willing to um, engage in the conversation. Right? If you're on board, then I want you to come aboard and take a look. I want you to be involved. You know? Um, that's what we want to be able to do. Right? Let's send this out. Can you come on and come in and, and engage in conversation? Right? Who's watching? Um, I want to be able to hear. I want to hear from you. I want to, you know, have this conversation. How can we be effective? What do we do? How do we do it? And where do we start? It starts with, um, like we talked about earlier, as being committed to um, being a high reliable partner. And sometimes it gets challenging um, because oftentimes we're not we're programmed to not trust each other. We don't value each other as as and esteem each other as important as their their thoughts, their feelings matter. Um, because in most cases, we have not been provided that space or that feeling of loving and belonging. We don't feel supported. And therefore, it's challenging to provide that for somebody else. Nonetheless, because you are in, a, in an intimate relationship, in the intimate relationship, you are required to reciprocate. You are required whether you like it or not, to provide a safe space for your partner. And in order for you to be able to consistently do that, you have to reduce the number of disagreements. You have to um, reduce the number of um, conflicts that, that are created in the family. You have to improve your communication. You have to become what we talked about earlier as a high reliable partner, which means that I can call upon you and you will respond in what we agree is a reasonable time. So if I text you and, and, and what we consider as being reasonable um, is within the hour, I should be able to get a text back from you um, so that I know that you... Um, that I can count on you because something may be important or significant to me in which I need to hear from you. And and that's how we can be more reliable and responsible to our partners. And so when you're able to do that, um, that your partner, in most cases, will be happy to see you. And when they're happy to see you, the environment changes. The energy changes. The energy that that is brought to this, to the, um, to the moment is positive, and we want to be able to share. We want to be able to, to express concern. We want to be able to build upon um, the foundation that we have set for each other to experience a meaningful relationship. So, um, so let's let's look at that, and let's make sure that we, um, like I said earlier, if your partner is talking. Um, they're sharing their ideas. Um, you should not be looking for a reason to disagree um, because it's that person's perspective. 
and each individual is entitled to their own perspective. So um, again, um, one of the reasons why um, things don't get shared with individuals is because they have the um, propensity um, to look for reasons to disagree and then they find it and then before you know it, um, we're having a discussion about an area in which they disagree on and it was not their experience. So, um, and, and it hurts. That absolutely hurts when you cannot talk to someone about how you feel um, and they tell you the way you feel is wrong. And that's not fair. So, um, so again, let's let's look at ways in which we can um, be mentally stable enough where we can just sit down for a couple of minutes and let your partner talk. Here's a, here's a, here's an assignment I want you to do. I want you to to um, ask your partner on a scale of one to ten. What do you, how do you feel my commitment is to helping you to feel safe? On a scale of one to 10. And if you get anything below an eight, um, you need to improve. Because a seven is a 70 and a 70 is a C. And if you get a six, then that means you got a D. And you should be able to improve your scores as a person who is committed to helping that person feel safe or helping your partner feel safe because you told them that you were committed to them and that you care about them. And so what better way to show them that you're committed um, what better way to show them? And that's by being emotionally available, being able to listen to them and provide them the opportunity where they can just talk and be themselves. And that's important. So we want to be able to do that. We want to be able to, to um, provide that space for them, right? And, um, and that's important. That's important that we be able to do that. Absolutely. And we can all agree that that's what we need to have. Thank you. Thank you. And it's important. Absolutely. So who else is watching now? John is watching. Paulette, Denise is watching. So we want to be able to have those conversations. It's important. And I know I'm, I'm talking and I'm going, you know, sharing my, my perspective um, because it's, it, it hurts that individuals are not able to um, provide those experiences that we, that we desire in our relationships. So um, again, let's, let's look at those moments in which we can um, help each other to feel safe, to be vulnerable, and be attentive to each other's needs. So as we recap, um, we talked about um, being in a high being a high reliable partner. We talked about the, the five pillars of being a high reliable person, right? 
and that and that comes through transparency, communication, having a, a commitment to improvement, um, continuously learning from your partner, and accountability. And again, um, we want to make sure that as a high reliable partner, that you are committed, that your that you um, that your leadership that as a as a as a leader in the relationship, as a as a, um, a valued person in a relationship, that you show your commitment, and that you are committed to a culture of safety, that making sure that your partner feels safe and that they're in their best space, and then we, you're open to areas and ways in which we can improve. This is how you become a high reliable partner. And I know that the new term is being a high value partner or high reliable man or high value woman. Um, that's that's something that we have to we have to look at and and differentiate. But you know, they in some cases people believe that high reliable and high value is the same thing. Um, but at the same time, we want to be able to um, be able to listen and be able to hear each other's. Thoughts and opinions. Um, who do I have here? Bring them in on video. Um, and so we want to be able to um, look at these opportunities where we can where we can grow and be a high reliable partner. And as we said earlier, that intimacy is a level of commitment. Oftentimes, people talk about intimacy is sex. Well, intimacy that's sexual intimacy, and that's a different level of commitment. And if that person is not is not displaying to you a level of commitment to to your safety or you being able to be vulnerable, you've been able to talk to them or you've been able to share your thoughts, feelings and emotions. If they're not displaying that with you. Then they should not. This should be um, enough information for you to not be engaged in sexual intimacy. Um, with this particular person because they're not on that level. So we're not allowing them to advance. So um, we want to be able to do that. And if you have a question you, you want to um, put in the chat, you want to let me know um, what your thoughts, feelings, and emotions or your, your opinion is, or if you have a question, then you can, can put it in the chat and I'll see what, what I can give you my opinion, my perspective on um, what you can do um or how how we can improve in that particular situation right so um come on in i know i got people who are, who are joining in um, i want to see you i want to be able to bring you in um add a comment um you have a question a thought that you want to share uh, please feel free to do that I'm, i want to want to hear your perspective on, on what you believe is intimacy and how you see an intimate relationship and 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 how does it working for you right how are we being able to do that how are we communicating those those are our, our needs and our desires to our partners how are we doing that and so we want to be able to look at that we want to be able to um yes yeah, send invite yeah come on in unable to add as guests can join the broadcast at this time okay got it i understand um, but but can you just um, put in um, a comment um, so we can kind of engage um, your ideas or your perspective, right? Um, because I don't want it just to be all of me. 
And so I want to be able to get other people's perspective. Well, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Intimate Discoveries Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining conversations around intimacy. What we say in a world where connections often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers of myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real-life stories, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about closeness in relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connection, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bonds, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern intimacy. Tune in next time as we unravel the secrets of truly meaningful connections, Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. This is Champ Frank, your host, and I am out. Thank you.